Hello, hello, hello. This is the Podium Podcast starring Mark the Fresh Fiend. We at Trackhouse Studios, Yannick the Legend, Hollis the Legend. Thank you for all the listens on my last episode. I appreciate everybody for reaching out to me and telling me they like it and they like what I'm doing. I'm glad that um, you guys tune in and look forward to my shows. But this episode is going to be different because the world is, has changed dramatically over the last 48 hours. Um, Donald Trump is the president. And it's not funny, but it, 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 it's kind of funny. Like, this motherfucker won. But um, anyway, let me be not be rude. We have a guest, Ashley P. What's up? Ashley is also fuck Trump active. <laughs> not my president. <laughs> You're all right. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm in shock. Not that he won. <clears throat> I'm more in shock at people's reactions. Like, I don't think y'all know where y'all live. Like, this is America. Yeah. It's not the cleanest country. This is not kumbaya country. We're at war with each other just like we at war with other countries. The Most of America is racist. I don't know where y'all been. I don't know how y'all thought Hillary was going to beat Trump off the minority vote when the minority vote is tampered with to give some somewhat. Um, I'm disappointed in people. Cause I mean, you could vote all you want. We could vote, and, you know, go out and vote, and we do all this this uh, protesting, and we we don't want Trump stood. But that doesn't change people. I mean, it brings awareness to that people who don't like him, but it doesn't change people's minds of him. He's pretty much tried to bury himself this entire election race, and it's worked for him. Like everything's worked. Every ignorant, bigot thing he said worked in his favor because most of America is like him. Yep. Especially the people with money. People with money that are in high positions feel the way he feels. So, if you're getting the popular vote and you're getting the mass majority vote, how could Hillary win? How? Hillary wasn't even that great. <clears throat> well, here's the thing, is we have a system that is outdated mm-hmm. and doesn't work and was created to, like you said, basically hold back the minority vote, yep. the Electoral College. Mm-hmm. They don't even really know how it works. There's a science behind it, but... It's basically made up. Um, it no longer represents the people. And my thing with that is like, okay, we can see the number of fucking moons that Jupiter has. We can count actual counts for American Idol, but we can't count count exactly. votes for the presidential election. Like, really? I, I don't know. And to your comment about people being surprised, like, we, how many black men were killed this summer? It, it was a lot. And that's what... Have any has a single cop ever been convicted no. yet? And no. this so why is why would you be surprised? I'm not surprised. Like if things like this are happening on a consistent basis, you can't be surprised when somebody like Trump wins president. Like look at the world. Yeah. Look at the world. Exactly. This happened while a black man was in office. So what do you think is going to happen now? You think it's just going to get worse? It's already worse. Yeah. As I keep telling people that you saying, "Oh my God, I'm scared." Why are you scared now? <laughs> now you're scared. You should have been scared 20 years ago. It's been fucked up. It's fucked up when Bush got in there. Not the, the new Bush, his father. Yeah. Okay? Before Clinton came and somewhat cleaned shit up, and then another Bush got in right after him and fucked it back up. We were going places. We were progressing. And then, you know, Republicans starts with re because you regress. Exactly. That's It's historically proven that every time that there's a period of, of growth, there's a big period of backlash, or like we want to call it now, white lash, which mm-hmm. is really very very real yeah and the problem is is that that with a lot of white people because this is a race conversation so let's make it what it is Mm -hmm. you have a lot of white people that truly do want to see progress for minorities that truly are good people that think it's fucked up what's going on but the larger part of those people are not going to speak out because of white lash and Mm -hmm. white lash is it's most severe against white people that don't stand in line and follow orders right you're going against the the, 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 the uh you're going against the covenant. Exactly. I mean I've experienced go... that firsthand this summer. So yeah. you don't you don't do that. No. You don't switch sides. Are you white or what? What the hell are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Uh, and I mean I just wanna and I I watched T V last night. I watched uh basketball and I'm watching they act like Shaq and Charles Barkley and what they think. And they'd saying give him a chance. And I'm like, they making them say that. I can't. They're making them say that. And you can see on their faces that they they didn't want to say that. But you can't get on TV and disrespect the president <clears throat> once he's president. Prior to him, 
sure, you can like fuck Trump. He's a piece of crap. Once he wins, it's like, okay, well, you know, it's the government. You can't really be on TV, national TV, talking crazy about yeah. it. They, they have things for people like that. So I guess out of respect for him at least winning, they had to make them say, give him a chance. But a chance to do what? This man has no experience. He's not a politician. He's never sat in a Senate. He's never been any kind of political figure. Not only that, but he's above taking advice from people that do know what they're doing. Yeah. And as I told you earlier when we were talking, I've done a lot of research on Trump. And I even read that book, Trump Revealed, that the Washington Post wrote with his cooperation. So there's stuff from interviews Mm. they had with him. And his whole entire business career, you can speak to contractors that worked with him, his own um, project supervisors. Everybody says, no matter what, Trump always believes he knows best. So... A lot of I work on Wall Street, so Mm -hmm. a lot of these brokers are the believers of, oh, this economy is terrible and my life is so terrible and the U.S. has gone to shit and, oh, my God, it's so bad. So I'm voting for Trump. And Mm -hmm. I'm like, what's so bad about your life? Like, you're first of all, you're a broker and uh, like you're making mad money. Yeah. Um, and even if you're not the highest paid broker, you're still breaking over one hundred thousand a year. You're white. On top of that, and you're a male. Like, tell me what's so fucking bad about your life, please. His, his please entire tell life me. was white privilege, but he grew up rich. These guys on Wall Street, when I asked them, like, why do you think his mannerisms and how he is is going to change? Oh, he's going to surround himself with people that know what they're doing. What <laughs> zebra doesn't change their fucking stripes? Like, yeah. this man has never listened to people that are professionals that know what they're doing. Why would he now? Like, well, this is the thing: <sighs> the people around him are going to become him because for the next four years. This is your boss. So if he feels a way and this at the end of the day, he's the president. So if you don't agree, he can swap you out with somebody that will agree or not even agree, but act like they agree just for the sake of their jobs. Because at this point, it's like, you know, all right, he's going to fuck shit up. You got to look after yourself at this point. Like you got to I'm telling people, save your money now. Yeah. If you got a job, hold that motherfucker. Yeah. It's going to get real different. There's going to be a recession. It's again. Oh, I remember the last recession. It was bad. Well, when Barack first got in, the economy was fucked up. We were in the deficit. We're still in the deficit, but it's got better. Um, Like I said, history repeats itself. And the last time in history that there was an all-Republican-held government, which means Senate, House, and President. That's what it is right now. 1928. What happened in 1929? Thank you. The Great Depression started. Yeah. And then again in 2000. What happened in 2000 after? 9-11. Thank you. And then the recession. So history repeats itself. And I've been like really sitting with myself like, you know, what about him running like really bothers me besides the racism, the sexism, the hate is I don't think he really wants to be president, to be honest with you. I think after all the things I've read about him and people that know him and stuff, his ego is as big as this country. And I truly think that. He wanted to prove for his ego's sake that he, he could, could win. win. And now that he's won, I really, in my mind, I picture him like looking at the people that got him there. Like, what, what the fuck do I do now? Like, yeah. I, don't, I don't really care about this. Like, I don't really want this job. I just want to prove that I could do it. I felt like when he won, he was in shock. Like, holy shit, I fucking won. Yeah, but <laughs> in doing so, he's he basically found... That nerve, you know, you can touch somebody, that nerve that sets them off. He found middle white America's nerve and he touched it. Yeah. And he has opened Pandora's box. And now two days in after him being president elect, we have these videos of white kids running around giving the hail Hitler salute, um, chanting, build the wall, build the wall. Men going up and grabbing a woman by the pussy. Like, what the fuck? It, and he did this for the sake of his ego. It's getting real, man. It's That's what bothers me the most. It's getting, it's getting worse. And it's now, and what I, what is not going to get worse. It's just going to remain the same, but it's going to be more outlandish. It's no longer going to be socially unacceptable to be racist. That's right. the difference. Racism was camouflage. Exactly. I've been saying this forever. Listen, racism never died. You got to understand what people, if you, all right, let's say, we live in New York, okay? New York is a melting pot of all different kind of cultures. Yep. So we don't feel the racism of the rest of America. And you go somewhere like South Dakota. Uh, what, mm-hmm. what do you think is going on in South Dakota? You go somewhere like Maine, Boston, 
The Boston's kind of mixed now, but you still Boston in the the, the early night eighties and seventy majority it was white. It's just mixed now, but Boston's still one of those states. Massachusetts, you got fucking uh shit parts of Pennsylvania, Connecticut. Yep. Let's say you go to Delaware. What what, what the fuck? Do you, these states are not ethnic states. So you say New York? We think Bronx, Brooklyn. That's five boroughs. There's a whole world out there. Yeah. There's a whole lot of countries that are not black. I mean, cu- countries, states that are not predominantly black. And these are the people that voted for Trump. Well, and that's what, what I've been telling some of my friends. I'm like, thank God I live in New York City and I don't live in Idaho anymore because... Oh, Idaho's turned up right now. You know, I woke up on Wednesday morning and I felt like someone had for real died. Like I literally... And then I knew I had to go into work where these guys were going to literally be gloating and acting crazy you know so i was on the train and it's like i look around and as new yorkers you could tell that we were all sad we Yo, were all fucked that. up Everybody's we were like, looking the train at was so quiet and it was literally like someone had passed away you know so we at least had that comfort in each other like you know what like we're gonna have to figure out how to get through this but if i was in idaho right now like well i kind of lived through that on the trading floor because i don't know if you saw the clip but when the hillary went on and did her concession speech which mm. i will say like i'm not a huge hillary fan but like props to her she handled that shit like such a fucking lady oh, like yeah. she really did like she, you could tell she was emotional like and it was fucked up but she handled it well and these guys are hooting and hollering and clapping and chanting lock her up lock her up Yeah, that was crazy like fucking buffoons and i'm just looking around like you can't even win gracefully because i guarantee you if hillary had won i would have went into work someone would have been like oh she won i would have been like good riddance rolled my eyes and kept it moving yeah. like let's put it to bed you know but these like as i'm sitting at work i'm like this is his supporters yeah. like this this is who they are all street people People well, of people, privilege. People that just, like, don't know how to act, have no respect. Yeah. Like, they all know that I don't like him, and we sit next to each other day to day. You think they'd have a little bit of respect, like, you know, that's really going to bother Ashley? Like, let's at least... No, they come in clapping, you know, yeah. acting like they just lost their virginity. I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck, guys? Like, damn, like... <laughs> like, you... It's like you never got pussy, and all of a sudden you got pussy. Like, yeah. what the fuck? Because one of their guys is on, Yeah. You know? yeah. So, but to all the Donald Trump supporters, this, this is my new, listen, <laughs> people love this. I got a new one for y'all, right? It's for all the Donald Trump supporters. You get your ass in the tub. <laughs> get in the tub. I ain't getting in no motherfucking tub. Get in the tub! Show <laughs> your ass in the tub. Show your ass in the tub. Extra <laughs> bubbles. <laughs> and splash in there. I want y'all to wash all that Trump off. Wash it off. Okay, you got a towel? No, get your fuck back in the tub. <laughs> All the Trump supporters, you did this. So when the country turns to shit, I don't want to hear anything because you did it. You did it. I mean, ultimately, those of us who were against him definitely didn't support him. I, I really feel like we're going to have the last laugh, and I think it's going to be soon because he's already backtracking on a lot of the things he used to drum up that like real hardcore support. Yeah, and you the know Muslim ban has already gone from his website. The wall is physically impossible for him to build. You can't build through the mountains that separate Mexico and the United States, first of all. It would be a 16-plus year project. Like, get out of here. You're not doing that shit. We all know it. But this is the thing. Trump didn't think he would win, so we just no. got up there and had fun. And it turns out people like the shit. Like, yeah, you know what, man? I, I, fuck that. I like Trump, man. That's how I feel. We should build a fucking wall. Yeah, man, fuck those Muslims, man. Yeah, yeah they're always blowing shit up. No, no, that's not true, man. And it, it, it's ignorance because for you to be a politician or want to be a politician, you should do your research and understand there is Muslim is a belief. It's not every Muslim feels that way. Yeah. They're not a gang, okay? It's a religion. <clears throat> that people choose to accept in their lives. So because a person is a Muslim, they're automatically a terrorist now. Well, I saw something really interesting about what you're talking about, how it's a religion. And somebody posted the other day that was like, for all you people mad at Muslims about ISIS, what about you Christians who are not doing everything you can to shut down the KKK? And that's a really accurate comparison. Hold on, let me drop a bomb on that. (laughs) That's big right there. That's big, actually. That, that is, like, as true as it can be, because 
where the KKK lives and breathes are in these places that are typically known as the Bible Belt, right? Mm-hmm. You have these places that are staunch, hardcore, conservative, Christian areas, mm-hmm. but this is where the KKK thrives. Yeah. And it's really, really like the fuck. It's like when that nasty, rude lady's like, I'm going to pray for you. And you're like, bitch, you ain't no Christian. The fuck? <laughs> you're going to pray for me? Yeah. That's, that's what Christian people say instead of fuck you. Yeah. I'm going to pray for you. That means they basically say, man, fuck you. Exactly. But they're doing it in the right way. What would Jesus do? <laughs> but you want to know the really, really fucked up thing now? Now that Trump won, that I think a lot of people are not thinking about is, because, you know, the next thing people are like, all right, well, he'll get impeached. Because there's a lot of stuff coming up in the next couple months on yeah, him. But to get impeached, he has to do something. Well, but look, he has a rape case coming up in the next couple months that he has to appear for. Yeah, he also he- has, have you read the stuff on the Trump University? Fraud no. case? Yo, that shit is big. Yeah, but none of this happened while he was president. It doesn't matter. No? It doesn't matter. If he oh, okay. has federal charges brought against him and they are, he's found guilty of those things, it's grounds for impeachment. Granted, it's a process, right? The House has to impeach him. Yeah. Then the Senate has to impeach him. Because um, Bill Clinton, well he, was impe- tried. well, he was impeached by the House, but the Senate blocked it. So oh, okay. both both bodies of government have to impeach him. Oh, see, Trump had, I mean, Clinton but had that call. And he was... now, here's the fucked up thing is, if he's gone, we're stuck with Pence. And Pence, if you think Trump put us back 50 years, Pence puts us back 100 years. Is that like, his vice president? Yes. You Pence know what's crazy? even fucking worse. Who the fuck was his vice president? I didn't know who the fuck he was. Most conservatives voted not be, or not most, that's, I shouldn't say most, but I know a lot of people that they didn't vote for Trump per se, they voted for Pence. Because Pence is a staunch, radical conservative. He thinks that women should not have the right for abortion. He doesn't think that um, in the Affordable Health Care Act that employers should be required to provide birth control benefits to the women. Um, he has these crazy point of views on gays and lesbians. Like he Damn. is he's 10 times worse than Trump. So now the mm. real irony of the situation is, is we're actually better off off if trump stays in office See, he then purpose. he gets removed well he he's not stupid get like somebody worse than me so they get me out this is what you got to deal with trump trump comes That's across like legendary. he's stupid but trump is not stupid like i said he was able to put his finger on what was going to ignite middle america white middle america and he chose a vp that he knew would balance him out when he's saying these crazy ridiculous things people can still justify voting for him because they support his vp just like i said the other day if hillary had nominated bernie i think it wouldn't even been a question because most people that either didn't vote at all or wasted their vote on a third party election yes i said it if you voted third party you fucking wasted your vote this election um if she would have had bernie i think those people would have been they would have felt better about giving a vote to Hillary because they would have been like, my man's still in there, you know? Yeah. So for me, I just feel like I'm glad people are protesting. I'm really glad because I look, we know it's not going to change anything. Yeah. We know it's not. But I at the end of the day, protesting to be stupid. Well, it depends on how you look at it. Tell that word. to the people in Selma that marched in Selma. Tell that to the people who yeah, protested I mean, Vietnam. Like, I don't mean like protesting in general. I mean, protesting in this day and age, because back well, then, Protesting was the only way to be heard because there was no media outlet for you to speak on. They yeah. wouldn't have you on the radio. They wouldn't have you on TV. Yeah. They have the internet now. So you don't really need to go out there and physically make noise and hold up traffic and make look like a big radical scene because the news is going to portray you how they want to anyway. Yeah. They're making Black Lives Matter look like some kind of Black Panther movement. That's not the case. And yeah. that's because we're marching and that's what they're going to spin it because yeah. they're the media. But you have the power to be your own media. So then yeah. why let somebody else portray you in a way that you that's not real when you can control that? That's I why I say that. Like, you know, you because the news is going to go out there when you're out there protesting. Mm-hmm. Oh, they have radicals for this black plant. Now they were radicals now. Nobody's breaking anything. We're not hurting nobody. Mm-hmm. But the news don't give a fuck. They're going to spin it how they want. The newspapers going to run what they want because they control the news. Yeah. We make it, they control it. Well, the thing I do like about it is at this point, what's done is done. But we are, in a sense, sending a message not just here within these borders, but also to the rest of the world who's looking at us like, the fuck are you guys doing over there? Yeah. You know, I have friends in other countries texting me like, you, you really elected Donald Trump. Like, is this for real? It's crazy, man. But the protests, they send the message both here and abroad like, look, you're here, but we're not going to tolerate you running the country the way you campaigned. Like, we're not here for it. We don't support it. 
So, like you say, the media can spin it, and at the end of the day, we know it's not going to technically change anything. But I think it's good in that sense, like it sends a message. And on top of that, you know, people needed a way to let it out and to like yeah. band together and feel like, okay, hey, we're not all alone in this. And when I see the protests, I'm actually going to the one tomorrow here in the city. But you see all ages, mm-hmm. all colors, all religions. And that is such a different view than what has been played right these last year, 15 months of this election. It's a by it's a polar opposite. So for that, I'm grateful. Yeah. I don't know. There's just so much ignorance. And now there's even ignorance surrounding it in itself. A lot of people don't understand this man is also going to be able to elect three, if not four, Supreme Justices. Mm-hmm. And the average American doesn't know a Supreme Justice. They're, you're not elected. You're yeah. nominated by the president and you serve for life. Yeah. Unless you step down or you die. You see that? So they did this. And that's why I tell y'all. So I'm telling you, it's been too late. Y'all worried about Trump? It's been too late. Yeah, see, these Supreme Justices, who he appoints, which we we can already guess, he's most likely going to appoint very conservative ones, right? Yeah. They will shape not only the rest of our lives, mm-hmm. but our children's. Because think about it. Decisions like Roe versus Wade, um, yeah. other monumental ones when it came from to segregation, whatever, they have all been decided by Supreme Courts, and they affect our lives currently. Yeah. So whatever they decide, it's going to affect... It's much longer than him. And people don't see that. Like, look what you just did. Like, and segregation is still being felt to this day. Absolutely. Segregation ended in what, 63? But it didn't end. It never ended. It didn't. Or else you wouldn't have inner city schools that are all black, that are poor, with no money. Areas and cities that are all black. it's, It's stuck around because from the beginning of America, there's been a line drawn. Exactly. Black and white. That line is still to this day drawn. Rather, let's say white in every other color. Right. If you're not white, it's not right. Yeah, if you're not not white, then you're not not us. So you're going to live in the hood. We're going to live in a nice part of town. That segregation right there, you can live there, but will you be comfortable there? You don't see none of your own people. And you should be happy. You should be comfortable wherever you are because we're all human. It's not about black and white. That's what people don't understand. We're all human. Mm -hmm. We both got two eyes, a nose, and a mouth. Mm -hmm. What the fuck makes you different from me? If I get shot, I bleed just like you bleed. We're the same. So the segregation is nonsense. Then they did that because slavery was abolished. And then, of course, with the 13th Amendment, they passed this shit where anything you do wrong, we're sending your ass to jail. Yep. And that, and if you go to jail, you lose your right as a, as a civilian, and you are now a slave to the jail system. Yep. Because once slavery ended, well, who the fuck are we going to do to build these, road, these railroad ways? We can't make them do it now. So we're going to have to put them in jail where all their rights are taken from them as soon as you become a prisoner. Mm-hmm. So now if you spit in the street, you're going to jail. What did you say to that white lady? You're going to jail. Did you just look at me funny? You're going to jail. They did that shit to make a slavery, legalize slavery and make it underlined. Like this is like, it's clouded now. So this shit never ended. And I say it all the time that the fucking, the uh, systematic oppression that they did when they passed those laws... Okay, and then they take away your right to vote. And then you look at the large population of minorities are in jail, and they large part of major, minorities do have a criminal record. So they can't even vote if they're free. Mm-hmm. So you take away a large percentage of the minority vote when you do that. You say we're 13%, but what percent can vote? Exactly. Okay, so let's say half of the percentage can vote. Now you got 6.5% of the American population can vote for Hillary. Now let's talk about and then you got the it. rules that each individual state puts in effect to right. be registered to vote. Right. And then let's talk about the type of ID you have to have. You see this? So it's just, uh, you know, what's interesting is it's all fucked up. I'm part Native American, right? Mm-hmm. So you know what's going on with like the pipeline access stuff that's going on in North Dakota, the protest for the pipeline. Right. That shit hits me to the core, right? Because I feel like like those are my people, but. To be very, very, very honest with you, this last year for me has been almost like I feel like a a flashback because you see the slaughtering of not only black men, but black children, right? At the Mm -hmm. hands of our authority, our police who are supposed to protect us. And it almost makes me think back to, you know, the systematic destruction of the Native Americans. Mm -hmm. And these white men specifically were able to 
literally destroy the Native Americans. Yeah. Native Americans actually have the highest percentage of police brutality and police fatality. Like, they are shot more than any other minority group here in the United States. Mm. But you don't hear about it. You know why? Because they're so broken down. Yeah. Have you ever been to a reservation? No. They're usually the most desolate, poor, ghetto, just terrible mm. places. And the only bright part is the casino. Because that's the only way they have to make money now. They are completely dependent, for the most part, on the government. Mm -hmm. Because they have been made to be that. We took away everything from them. And when I say we, I just mean the United States as a whole. I don't mean what. They have no voice anymore. They have no yeah. right. They have the highest addiction rates. They have the highest alcoholism rates. Like they are literally unable to do anything. And it was systematically done to them. Mm -hmm. There's they, their land was taken. There's cases of um, re recorded a few times where the army back when they were fighting still for their lands, the army gave them blankets that had been laid on with people with measles and smallpox mm. and then they gave them to the native americans so that they would get sick so there was biological warfare going on even mm. um there's just there's so much that they was done to That's literally crazy. bring this nation of people to their knees so that they were no longer powerful but they no matter what they do it won't happen you know what i mean like they have no power anymore and you see what's happening to black people right now and it's almost like if black people and other minorities don't unite and don't figure out a way to to not only get everyone's shit together but find a way to move forward as one and powerful and make real moves mm -hmm. it's gonna go in the same direction that is white lash and it's so funny too because you read history books and you read autobiographies and memoirs or whatever. And the same reason that white people justified murdering native Americans is the same reason they used to murder black men. Oh, well look at them. They killed each other. They said the thing, same thing about the native Americans. They're savages. They rape and pillage each other. They go and massacre each other. They're wild. So what does it matter if we do it? The same things being said about young black men in yeah. black communities. Yeah. Oh, what about black on black vines? What? Listen, I'm going to tell you my, my theory. This is, you got to, People don't look at things for the bigger picture. They just look at the the, the, the thing in front of them. Of course not, because it's out of their reality. Yeah, let's let's put things in perspective, perspective for a second here. Now, let's say, okay, you stop, you're in segregation, okay? Mm -hmm. Now, we're going to go toward the 70s now. 70s, disco era, a lot of drugs. And um, black people are on heroin and they're coming from Vietnam and this, they, they got AIDS. We don't know what AIDS is yet because mm -hmm. it's foreign. Okay, so now, boom, the whole black communities have HIV and AIDS, right? That's how they started. Okay, you start that. Then they build it on the homosexuals. All the AIDS is from the homosexuals. They try to get rid the gay of America. Mm -hmm. Okay, oh, only homosexuals carry AIDS. If you if you got AIDS, you got it from a man, or you're doing gay stuff. Okay, that's how they that's they spin on. It. Now, in these times, people are going to Vietnam and they're coming home to their families with nothing. These are war veterans coming home with nothing. They don't have any benefits. They don't have anything. And they're fucked up. They come over here and they're screwed up. Their mind's fucked up. And where do you put these people to live? You put them in low-class areas where they can't make a living for themselves. And then you got the ghetto. Now the ghetto is formed, okay? So now comes fast forward to the 80s. Got the whole crack era. Crack was put here by the government. We mm -hmm. all know this. Crack made people rich. And it also killed the black community by a large amount. Mm -hmm. They tried to do genocide with this shit. Cool. Fast forward to the 90s. A lot of gun violence. Gangs are going crazy. There's riots in L.A. Rodney King happened. Martin Luther King and X are gone. They got rid of them in the 70s, 60s. So now you don't have any black activists. You got people rioting and fucking up their own neighborhood because of police brutality. Drugs have ripped through the black community all over the country. Mm -hmm. So now we're looked at as these people that they made us. We didn't create these fucking drugs. We didn't create these diseases, but you put it on us as if we had a problem. So now when you look at the fast forward to the bigger picture now, and you got the same shit going on, but now the diseases are out of control. The drugs are less, you know, people kind of got the hint that crack was not the thing to do. Mm -hmm. So now you got weed being legalized now. So now you got people in drug in jail for weed for years extra because of Hillary. And Clinton in ninety with a ninety three, yep. I yep. believe he extended jail sentences to fifteen to life 
for drugs. And you got rapists doing three months. 15 to life for weed. And then you legalize it. So if I did 15 years, I don't get that time back. Nope. I don't get any reparations. Nope. I don't get anything. And your record is still... Fucked. Yep. For weed. It's not... They're not going to go back and erase it and say, oh, that's not a lie no more. You're good. And then Trump, even, oh, not Trump, Clinton said he fucked up. He's like, yeah, I, I kind of yeah. messed up with that one. Uh, he kind of said he fucked up. Yeah. Because he said he fucked up, but then he was like, but but there was all this violence and, and these drugs, so what was I supposed to, nah. No, but it, like, was, it was before, it wasn't his doing that made it that way. That was the reason. No, he just, he just followed. He, he yeah. continued on the same path yeah. that had already been plowed for him. Reagan basically. into Bush fucked up the black communities in the late 80s, early 90s. Well, Nixon really started it, though, because Nixon was the original law and order. Yeah, Nixon tried. Nixon had a whole bunch of nonsense and violence going on. And then you get Reagan, and he just had this whole drug shit, and you got the RICO laws now, and you got people doing all kind of crazy shit for nothing. You're fine with a piece of crack, you're doing 25 to life, period. A rock, one rock, you get somebody now with weed, they get a fucking summons. So... The government tried to control the minorities by putting us in a bad situation, knowing what we had to do to make money as a people, because you can't get a job as a black man in 1982. A corporate job? I don't give a fuck about your education. You're black. So now what do I do? What are you going to do? They won't let me work for them. They give us drugs, so I'm going to make money on my drug, but then they're gonna when you get caught, they're going to make it to where your whole family suffers for life now. Say you put a father in jail for 30 years, he has a family. His kids can't eat now. His wife doesn't have any money. This man made money on the drugs that you put in this country. And then you punish him for you selling the drugs you put in this country and making something of himself. Not because being a user, but being a seller. The same thing y'all do with, with, with legal drugs. Mm-hmm. How do you think these kids are pill heads and shit? What are y'all putting in this promethazine and shit? How is this able to be purchased on the black market? This is the new crack now. They're drinking it. Yeah. They're doing pills and they're doing Xanax and shit. Scissor. Yeah, and this is the new crack now. And these kids think it's cool because what the media does is glorify it. Exactly. Put Lil Wayne in front of a magazine with a styrofoam cup. I want to be that guy. I want to put tattoos on my face. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? This is what they glorify. And it takes a smart person to see that and say, that's not it. Now, you take a young, impressionable kid, they want to do what they see. I don't want to be LeBron James. I want to be Lil Wayne. That's what they want. Yep. And it's bad. Like You got to take it from the root, man. All of this stuff that's pushed in your face, this reality TV, this bullshit, you don't see white reality shows that do this shit. I don't think there's many. No, white people like The Bachelor and shit like that. Right. Like, you get the Kardashians, and you yeah. got to understand, these are women of privilege. They're rich. Yeah. So why am I watching them? Yeah. They're not struggling. Well... Their drama isn't real drama. The, the biggest thing about those wounds that are so deep right in the black community that they have been inflicted by white america of course period right yeah. and when when people ask me like what how do you think we can heal heal this these wounds right mm-hmm. i always say the first thing i say is you have to acknowledge it yeah white people have to sit down and look in the mirror and while i directly might not be to blame for what has happened right mm-hmm. i have to be able to look at you as a black man and say White people did some fucked up stuff too, yeah. and it is not okay. Yeah, and it was wrong. But if I say, "Well, that was your parents," or, you're not a slave anymore. Yeah, so why do you get, get over it? Get over it, Nick. Do you understand? I had a guy at work say that. I was like, "Do you realize that there's people alive that their grandmother was a slave?" <laughs> my grandmother, and you was want not them to slave, just get she over was it? In the forties, my grandmother lived and grew up in South Carolina. It was very. You wake up to burning crosses and KKK yeah. marches. You see people being hung. Yeah. That was her childhood. My mother was born in 63. Yeah. So my mother went through the 70s and noticing that, all right, we can't really go on that side of town. It's not safe for us. And not because of a gang or because they're doing anything, just because you're black. Yeah. We can't go to that side of town because we're black. Yeah. That was the crime. That's crazy. Imagine that something that this day and age, you can't go, you know what, man? I really want to try this restaurant, but I can't go, man. I'm black. And these, what? these are the seeds of the white lash. Yeah. That we are experiencing right now because white Trump's main supporter was uneducated white males, right? Yes. Okay. Better flag waving pig fucking exactly. Buck tooth truck driving motherfuckers. Yep. Okay, so I've been like a lot of time with myself and people asking me whatever. Why do they support him? Why? And the only thing that I can honestly really think of, and I've read other articles and stuff of people thinking the same along the same lines, is that 
for the first time in history, just being a white male is not enough. Yeah. You no longer can walk up to a factory job or whatever and be chosen because you are a white male. You now have to have an education, most likely. Yeah. You have to compete for your placement at your job. And not only do you have to compete for your job, but you have to compete for your housing. Yeah. And you have to compete for your own white women. Yeah. How dare you have to compete for white women? And that is the true... (laughs) That is the true reality of white... Uneducated white males' anger right now is because white privilege, while it still exists, and I'm... I'm not even going to front like it doesn't. It's not what it used to be. I'm glad you can admit that. It's not what it used to be. It's no longer enough to be a white male. And that is the end of the world for a white man, right? Because now now I can't just walk up and and I don't own the world because I'm white. Yeah. I have an advantage still, of course. Of course you have an advantage. But I actually have to try at life now. At these day and age, white privilege is different than just walking into a job. Absolutely. White privilege now is not being harassed by the police. Absolutely. It's being able to get extra special treatment because you are white. That is the white privilege that we speak about. Yes. The white privilege of old is not the same. Exactly. You're not going to get a business loan just because you're white. You still have to have some kind of something. Okay. Back in the day, you're white, approved. That's that's it. No. It's becoming even, and now that it's becoming even, people are getting afraid. Yep. Because God forbid a black man be a white man's boss. And that is the white lash. <laughs> but it's happening because, listen, we got black people in office now that are, that are in office, in positions of power that own things, own things that white people would love to own. Yep. But we, we, we are owners now. It took a, a long time. I just wish that the rich part of black America would reach back and do more. And I know that's easier said than done because... Mm-hmm. You know, people want to sit on all their money. They don't, if you're a billionaire, you want to stay a billionaire for the rest of your life. But once you make enough money, isn't it time to give back? Like, when is, when is fucking Magic Johnson going to say, you know what? I think I should spend some of this Starbucks money that I use to gentrify my own people's areas to help them. Yeah. Because once you see a Starbucks in the hood, they you got to move. Because your rent's going up, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> your well, rent's going up. As soon as you see a Starbucks, move. Because your landlord is raising your rent $200. I think a lot of that started in from what I see, because I coach soccer, as you know, mm-hmm. with um, low-income, mostly Hispanic kids, 10-year-old boys, to be mm-hmm. exact. Um, I think a lot of that is because, especially when we were growing up, like the saying was, get out the hood, right? Yeah. Everybody wanted to get out the hood. So it's like, it wasn't like, let me... Let me do better so I can bring up the community with me. It was like, let me just get out of this bitch. Like, I, yeah. I just want to get out of the hood. And our, and our only ways out when I was a kid in the 90s, was basketball, music, or dancing. Exactly. Or some kind of entertainment. Yeah. Education would get you but so far because by the time you graduate, you your, your credit's fucked up. You can't get anything anyway because they're not going to hire you. Yeah. You, you. You're paying off loans and shit. So any money you do make, you don't have. It's very difficult. Now, these days, you need your education because they'll take you now. They'll take you. But you got to... It's all in how you carry yourself, too. I tell my young boys all the time, put your pants up, man. That that ain't it. Yeah. You know? Uh, God, you, you I want can't. Them, you want them to stop talking about us, you're going to have to do better. We got we to gotta look in the mirror, too. We got to start cl- taking responsibility for some of our shit because we let it get this bad by being ignorant and falling for the distractions and doing fucking mannequin challenges and planking and shit like that. You have to take responsibility for being easily distracted. And that this is the fucked up thing about it is that look, I wish we lived in a world where you could walk in with dreads and get a job just as easily as I could yeah. with just being basic. You know what I mm-hmm. mean? But that's not the world we live in yet. Mm-hmm. And if this election didn't prove it, I don't know what did. Yeah. You know, so it's like it's just like you said, like, unfortunately, like we have to teach the, not only the black, but minorities, period. It sucks. But right now, like you have to be on point. Yeah. You have to be on point in yeah. your dress and how you talk. And it's shitty. I wish we didn't live in a world like that. I wish you could just be yourself and that's it. But in certain, it's a time and a place for everything, right? So yes. pull your pants up when you're going to the interview, whatever. Like, I just, ugh. It's, it's deeper than just us showing up. You got to have some yep. kind of class to you, okay? Don't fucking come to the interview smelling like weed, okay? <laughs> you can wait till you leave the interview to smoke, bro. It's a bigger picture going on. You smoke every day. You'll be all right. Yeah. 
relax. Let me see if I can find my. I'm gonna pull up my Facebook post that I wrote because um, I want people to to be aware of their own surroundings. Okay. Um, what did I say? I had an argument with my uncle like maybe a month ago. I told him Trump was gonna win. He didn't like that. Mm. I also told him at that point in time I did not want to vote. He didn't like that either. So, but you did though, right? I couldn't. I oh, that's on, right. That's right. You I was on a point. flight. I remember your post about. Oh, it. Uh, my LA trip was dope, and my <laughs> Vegas trip was dope. I, know I told y'all last week I was going on vacation. It was amazing. I needed more days. Uh, um, I'm gonna go back. I've been high on this cookie I got out there for about mm. 18 hours now. <laughs> I'm just, <laughs> shit you is saw weird. how we do it on the West Side. That was crazy. Crazy. <laughs> In-N-Out Burger was a fucking vibe. <laughs> oh my God. But anyway, back to what I was saying. In and out. It shits on Shake Shack. I don't oh care what God. anybody says. Shake In-N-Out Shack is, is like a basic. Fucking vibe. Yeah. Shake Shack and smoke. Yeah. Shake Shack, get in the tub. <laughs> it's a fact. Donald Trump, you too. I ain't forget getting the tub. <laughs> Donald Trump. Dirty yeah. man. Yeah. Yo, man. Fuck. But anyway, yeah. Black people got to take responsibility for our own actions. We have to be more woke. It shouldn't take things to happen for us to wake up. This is what I'm trying to preach to y'all. You wait till shit gets bad. And then this is what I, I put a post on Instagram yesterday. I said, had Hillary won, people would say, thank God, God wouldn't let the devil win. Mm-hmm. Okay. Trump wins. It's like, oh, God's my president. I don't care. What? What the? F- oh, my God. That's a whole nother thing for Yo, me. What the fuck, man? Like, y'all should have been this way anyway, regardless of who's in office. It shouldn't even, you should be already woke to that point. It shouldn't take that to make you say, oh my God, what's going on? I can't believe this. I can't believe they would let that man win. Who is they? Yeah. This is a free country. <laughs> we vote these Who's people. They? Who's they? Nobody, then, then, then people say, oh, it's rigged. He cheated. How do you cheat? There's Listen, no cheat. I don't, I don't know how you cheat. I can't see one more Jesus me because I love Jesus just as much as the next person. All right. Yeah. But Jesus is not going to come down here and change shit in this presidential campaign, this election, what's going forward. No, you got to help yourself. And that means getting involved. Like, you can't just sit back and watch shit go and think that you can change it after it's happened. Like, you have to get involved. You have to go to city town hall meetings. You have to vote for midterm elections. You have to put in place people that you know are going to represent you. Like, Jesus is not going to help you if you don't help yourself. That's like saying Jesus is going to give me a job, but you never filled out an application in your fucking life. Like Y'all waiting for for things without trying to make things happen. Okay? You can wait. Listen, I'm as religious as the next person and everything like that. I pray every day. But I'm not going to sit here and say, well, God is my president because I don't trust Trump and I don't... He's never going to call him my president. Whether you want to call him your president or not, he is. Yeah. You don't have to claim it. You don't have to own it. You can stay in a state of shock all you want, but you're not you're not changing anything by doing that. You're one person. This world is huge, and um, I just want people to understand it's been too late. If, wake up and understand the world you're living in. Teach your kids, okay? People have children. We got a generation behind us that I'm more afraid of because I think the kids behind us are more radical than we are. Like, we don't do shit. Like, what the fuck? Our parents was like, in the 90s, black power was fucking crazy. With the black, we had pro-black people that was really about it. Yeah. Now, you don't have that. You don't have it. It's not It's non-existent. You get a couple people that are out, on, out there on the front line, like the Dr. Umar Johnson. What's his name? Dr. Umar or something? I know he's talking about. The dude with the beard. Yeah, he was on The Breakfast Club yeah, not too he's, long ago. Yeah, he's out there. He's he's talking his talk. And you got, you got Farrakhan at... 80 years old, still talking to people. It's like, come on, like, you, you, it's not enough. Yeah, but when you have a you generation gotta, that all they care about is people like fucking designer who can't even speak English. This is, what I, this is what I'm getting to. We need to hold our celebrities accountable Absolutely. for what they're doing. Now, people hate Kanye all they want, but Kanye West is one of the most honest and one of the most intelligent, out, outstanding people that we have. He's an he, asshole. He's an asshole because but he speaks no his mind. he's talking about. Right. He speaks his mind. And he, oh, fuck, he's rich. You but he's still talking for himself. Yeah. He has a family. Yeah. He has children. He he grew up underneath a strong black woman that was into the whole shit. Whenever he'd been rapping about it from day one. On the Yeezus album, he said, my mother was raised in an era when water wasn't served to the fairer skin. Mm-hmm. That was the segregation era where you couldn't go to a restaurant. Get out. You sit in, you get locked up. And now you have a record. 
This is what they used to do. So if segregation's over and I go to this restaurant and I wanted water and I don't leave, you're going to take me to jail. Now your life is fucked. And she was a child. They were, they were incarcerating children. They were putting children in jail. So you got to understand this shit is, we have children that are behind us that we have to set an example for. And I'm not saying to go out here and burn shit down. That's not going to solve anything. (laughs) But what I'm saying is protesting is not enough. We need a face of somebody to be everywhere. Listen, I'm here today and this is that's going on. I need you at All-Star Weekend and I need you at all these thought spots that people are and you need to raise awareness to these ignorant people that just say, I'm just going to mind my business and do my thing. Just go to work, make my money. Just, you know, I'm just kidding you to live my life. You're a part of the problem, bro. You're a part of the problem. You choosing not to care is bigger than you think. You can't be that selfish. Well, it's deeper than rap, though, too, because like you were saying, it's the bigger picture, right? Yeah. The bigger picture, too, is you have a generation of kids that are very disconnected or un- don't really care to get involved for a large part because you have parents not able to actually raise their kid anymore yeah. because you have, especially in inner city areas, p- moms, first of all, it's usually a single parent household, right? You uh-huh. usually have a single mom and single mom usually has to work two jobs to afford crazy rent, like places like New York, uh-huh. which means she's not spending that much time with her kid, not because she doesn't want to, but because she, she can't. can't. So then you have the iPad and the TV raising the child, That's right? So you have such a disconnection in not only the relationship of parent to child, but also child to the world. And there's so many studies now that are showing a lot of the developmental and social issues that our children have now and are starting to become really prominent are not because they're, they're new. It's just because kids are not learning like they used to. Kids don't interact. They don't play. Most of your development from ages, from the time you're born till I think it's like eight or nine Mm -hmm. are learned from interacting with other human beings. Right. I don't care how many interactive iPad games you have. Nothing replaces looking at somebody, talking to somebody, playing with that person, touching, laughing. And for me, when I see these kids, because, again, I work with low-income children, Mm -hmm. every time I see a mom that's actually at practice, I'm like, wow, they're so lucky. Because my mom was a single mom, you know? And Mm -hmm. it's just, it's a breakdown as a whole. And bigger picture is that was created on purpose. Again, Mm Mm-hmm. Minorities are pushed into these areas that are usually really expensive. Low-income housing. Exactly. And don't even get me started on the single-parent household because that also was something that has been pushed on minorities as well. Yeah. That's a slave mentality that's been carried through. Yeah. So it just, I don't know, it's hard. And, like, I, the little kids I coach, they're 10 and 11, and they say some of the craziest yeah, shit sometimes. they're being raised by the Internet. Exactly. They first of all they curse. I remember mm-hmm. being like ten, eleven, and I knew if I curse around a, an adult, oh, I'm in trouble. Can I do that? Yeah. You could, what? They say damn. They say hell. Sometimes they even say shit. Yeah. They talk about sex already. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what? True story. I'm in the barbershop last night. One of the dudes in the barbershop said his son, his son, his friend. Went through his daughter's phone while she was sleeping. Oh, God. His daughter's 13. Oh, I, I already he know. He found a text that says, let's cut school tomorrow and have sex. Mm-mm. At 13, and this, and I was saying this in a barbershop, my kids ain't getting no iPhone. You're getting a flip phone. I dare you to text somebody on that piece of shit. Yeah. You're not going to be in school distracted, pulling out your iPhone like, yo, text me. Ain't no text. Yeah, they're going to have to call you, and you know, kids don't quite call to nobody no more. <laughs> nobody talks on the phone, God forbid. No. Are you FaceTiming me? Oh, my God. No, 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 no. Text me. Text you? How the <laughs> fuck are you supposed to get to know somebody through words? Like, can, can I hear your voice? But are you busy right now? Are you busy every minute of your day, all day? Who are you? So these kids, you're right. They don't have interaction. So mm-hmm. they don't know how to have a personality anymore. Nope. Kids don't play outside. No, I'm not used to cry because I couldn't go play football. Mom, please, can I go outside? No. Oh, oh, my God. You go crazy. My mom used to lock our asses out. And the only way we could get inside to use the bathroom was if I pushed my sister through the doggy door and she unlocked the door and let you us see? in. Yeah. My mother's like, don't become an in and out this house. You got to pee, go in a bush. Yeah. What? Because you're a child. You should be outside playing. You yep. should be outside learning your community. You should be outside making friends, socializing, being a kid. Be carefree. Go outside and have fun and make friends. Yep. Kids don't have to do that anymore. They got Xbox Live and Wi-Fi. So why am I going outside when everything I could possibly want is in the house? I could talk to my friends on the headset. I could play it Modern Warfare. I can eat all the food I want. And I don't have to leave the house. 
So now you're raising a, un- a generation of unmotivated, lazy children. Mm-hmm. And that's not good because they're not learning anything being home. There's no life skills being learned from a video game. They don't know the streets. I'm not saying they should, but co- certain things you learn from common sense from walking down the street. Hey, that guy looks dangerous. Let me not walk that way. And you only learn that from me outside. If you never outside, you don't know that guy. Yep. Hey, watch out. That's that guy that got all the guns and shit. Who, him? Boom. Too late. Had you been outside, you'd have known. Watch out for that guy. Yep. Have you been outside? You don't know how to carry yourself around police officers. Yep. They don't know. Even basic respect is missing because I remember when adults spoke to me, like I knew to look them in the eye. Yeah, and I have kids a, are disrespectful. Mm, they don't. They talk to you any old way. I have a few kids that I, well, one specifically, and he he be looking around, and, and I'm like, hello, I'm I'm right here, right here, yep, right here. I don't know. Yo, it's, it's bad, man. These kids, these kids, man. I mean. Like, for me, for example, I'm going to put a post on Instagram yesterday saying I'm tired of seeing old people trying to fit in instead of being a leader. Yeah, I saw that. And, you know, people felt the way about that, and that's fine. And I said, you shouldn't be over 35 looking for likes. And that's a fact. Yeah. Social media is not for you at that point. <laughs> 35 years old, you should be having children looking to learn from you. How can I work for you, sir? Instead of you being on fucking Instagram blowing hookah like a thought, and you're 35. I agree. Yeah, that's for the young generation. Stay out of that. I you agree. should be motivating these children to become what you are. But the problem is people don't like to become shit because they want to fit in so much. No, but that's another thing that's going to go down the drain is like wholesome. Oh, that's all, look at our first lady. Over. Look at our first lady now. It's been over. Our new first lady. She's, she's got She did Playboy, correct? Oh, she, I Something, mean, what hasn't she, she done? Do porn there's or some shit there's like mad that? naked pictures of yeah, her. She, she's wild. She is the first, what do they call them, sugar babies that her sugar daddy has brought her into the White House. That's crazy. That her sugar daddy brought her to the White House. That's crazy. I, I don't know if you saw the other day I posted. I was like, now all these IG hoes have something to aspire to. Because yeah. she proved that you can be a nobody yeah. and your it's, sugar daddy will carry you all the way bro, to the top. It's over for the scammers. Bitches looking for politicians now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Are you in politics? Oh, I'm sorry. I can't deal with that. <laughs> yes, I mean, I'm in... I'm I only in, fuck with politicians. Yeah, I'm, okay? I'm, in, I'm in the New York Senate. Oh, really? <laughs> well, you think I'm running for president in 20 years? I may. If I get 10 more years in the courthouse, maybe I could, you know? Oh, man. I have, I have to tell you um, something that happened this week. Okay. So earlier, uh, as you know, Wednesday, I went on like a complete rant all day long with, with um, Trump stuff because I was so in shock and pissed off or whatever. So there's this girl that I went to school with um, at college. She was always kind of hanging around. You know those girls that they, they just want to be there yeah. and hope that someone talks to them? So I was dating uh, one of the football players who was like actually really popular and went on to play in the NFL. Mm -hmm. And she was always around. And so, you know, I would say hi. I was not like mean to her, whatever, because I was never one of those girls that was a bully. So I'm nice. If you're nice to me, I'll be nice to you. Mm -hmm. Easy. So she in the last couple of weeks was posting very crazy, racist, not not outward racist, but borderline Trump type shit. Okay. so I just deleted her. I'm like, I just don't even want to see it. You're not my friend anyways in real life. So it's like, whatever. I get a message from her Wednesday afternoon that's like, Ashley, did you delete me because I'm Republican? Uh Uh-huh. I've seen that. You saw that post that I put up? I did see that. So my response, as you know, was like, "Um, no. And if that's why you thought I did, then you've greatly underestimated me. Mm -hmm. So she asked me why. I'm at work. It's the craziest day on the trading floor because of Trump getting elected. Like, stocks are going crazy. Mm-hmm. Maybe 20 minutes later, because I haven't replied yet, I get the nastiest reply that basically because I only speak up for LGBT, Muslim, black minorities, and my grandfather. And I was like, bitch, you basically just covered the whole world. Like, who do I... <laughs> who? <laughs> my bad. Like, who am I missing? Yeah. But I basically told her, like, you just proved why I deleted you. Like, for this reason right here. And her response coming back to me was, I'm tired of people acting like equality is going to exist. It never will. And I was just like, literally, my mind went back to college and her hanging around. And I wanted to respond so bad and be like, bitch, equality was fine when you were trying to hop on some black dick, right? That's a fact. It was fine then. You should have said it. But now, (laughs) what happened? And it's just... That has been my week, like that type of ignorance. And of course, she's from Idaho. Mm-hmm. So what did I do? The next petty thing I could do was I screenshot it and I posted it so that everybody that still is on my Facebook in Idaho could know this girl's she's losing racist. It, she's crazy. 
<sighs> it's, I mean, listen, man. When you cut the grass, the snakes will show. But that's the reality of what we're dealing with now. Going forward, now it's very clear what this battle is. Before it was like, okay, it's Trump and there's some racist people. Now it's very clear. Like, not only are these people racist, but they absolutely believe there's no such thing as equality. Yeah. And the, the battle starts now to yeah. make sure we don't fall into that. You can't change people's minds, man. No. People are going to be into what they're into and they're going to be how they are. Yeah. At this point, you just got to learn how to coexist. In a non-violent way. Wait, but what's up with CalExit? Have you been reading this stuff? Since you just came back from Cali, did you see anything about that over there? No. <sighs> what is that? Informing. So you know how Brexit just happened, right? Where in England, or Great Britain rather, they mm -hmm. voted to leave the European Union. Okay. You know about that? No, I didn't. So basically, long story short, in Europe, you can. there's no borders in Europe, right? Okay, you can, okay. You can go freely throughout all of Europe with just a European passport, okay? okay? And United Kingdom, which consists of England, Wales, and Scotland, uh -huh. and Ireland, I believe Ireland is a part of that also, they, they're a part of that. Okay. Basically, what happened here with the Trump election kind of happened there, where people were like, our borders aren't secure enough, we have people coming and going as they please, and I'm tired of my jobs going to immigrants. Basically, uh -huh. the same thing happened. So they had a vote if they were going to leave the European... The, the European Union, which, mm -hmm. mind you, the European Union was created after World War II to stabilize that region because okay. World War II was in Europe, right? right? So they voted to leave and made it clear, like, fuck y'all, we want closed borders, basically. Okay. So now, here in the U.S., we have this craziness going on that is the Donald right now, right? Right. In Cali, they're, they're calling to cede, secede from the United States. They want to be their they own country? They want to be their country? own country, California. They're calling it Calexit. And the reason behind it is, is that a lot of times California has their own policies that are separate from the rest of the United, yeah, United States. They also have an economy that is just as big as a lot of European nations. Yeah, California is huge. Yeah. And so they're basically like, we don't rock with y'all. You guys are racist. You're fucked up. And we don't want to be with you anymore. So See, this thing was kind of a kind joke of... a while ago. But it's starting now because of this week. To pick up speed. That's kind of beautiful. Well, to me, it, to it's me, like it kind of separates you from the bullshit of America. Well, to me, what it is, is it's a wake up call, right? Mm -hmm. When you have this entire summer, you have a whole group of people so pissed off that they're in the streets marching all the time because they're they're being killed. Right. So they're pissed off. Right. Then you have a group of people um, marching again because the president being elected and saying, like, I'm not accepting this president. And granted, there's always been protests whenever a new president comes in because there's always going to be people that aren't happy, right? But right. this is on a whole nother level. I think, and adding to that now, this Calexit thing, mm -hmm. it's it's like a wake-up call, for real. Like, mm. we have to wake the fuck up. Like, people want to talk yeah. about Obama drove a wedge, which he didn't. We all know he really didn't, right? Yeah. If you have half a brain, he united us more than anything. Yeah. He just exposed racist people for racist people. This is the wedge. Like, yeah. the wedge is here, yeah. and it's Donald Trump. Yeah. <laughs> That, yo, man. Yo, man. It's, like, people don't even, they don't even, uh, listen, the morning I woke up, I, I literally put on my fist, I was like, congratulations, America, you played yourself. Because it's fact. it's really going to be, it's it's not what it is. Like, they have had the wool pull over their eyes. You were sheeple, and now, when that wool comes back, it's ugly for you. Because he's Bro, not who you thought he was. We're just going to throw all of America in the tub. <laughs> Get in the tub. I ain't getting in no motherfucker. Get in the tub. Dirty boys and girls. See that, America? <laughs> Get in the tub, America. Because you did this to yourself. Yep. So, it's all good right now. Because Trump, Trump ain't take over yet. And did you see it when he met Obama? The look on Obama's face? Uh, Priceless. Wait, but you know Obama canceled the photo op, right? He did? <laughs> so, it is tradition for every... For that meeting post-election... Mm -hmm. For the president and the first lady to take a photo with the president-elect and the incoming mm. first lady also. That's tradition. After their meeting, they take a photo op. Obama's canceled it. See that? He don't like, want to be part of that shit. We gonna shit. play nice for the meeting, but bitch, we ain't taking no pictures. See, we don't fuck with you, Trump. Yeah. Obama don't fuck with you either. Yep. Okay, you and listen, your wife, her dirty ass. Oh. That's all right, Matilda. You got the first lady. I've seen the first lady titties. <laughs> Crazy. 
It's fucking craziness, man. You know what people would pay to see Michelle Obama bent over in the thong? Because <laughs> she nasty. values herself. It's nasty. Okay? I pay good money to see me. A, a, a little sex tape oh, of Obama and, and Michelle. I, Just to see Michelle. I don't want to see Obama, but Michelle got a little junk in the trunk. That's what I'm saying. I know <laughs> Michelle we got some tricks, boy. Cause and he love her some Michelle. That's so what I'm saying. You know she be keeping him happy. That's what I'm saying. I have no disrespect, <laughs> Barack. You're with your lady fine, bro. I don't I know. I like her teeth. <laughs> it's sad. Like, they really have been the, the, the epitome of a classy, not only, mm-hmm. like, you see relationship goals, like, fuck these celebrity couple relationship yeah, goals like or, that is relationship goals like yeah. you hear Obama talk about when he was campaigning before he even became president when he was trying to just get elected in his state yeah. like she held him down class personified yes and in the White House she is truly a lady but she's a lady Michelle that you know Obama. don't go there okay she's still she, black yeah Too much, son. Hey. shout out to Michelle Obama <laughs> Michelle Obama we still love you but see, I think she should run for president. Shit, why not? Hillary set a trend. Yeah. First ladies is running now. Honestly, I think that she could win. I think she would win. I I think she Well, would. I think we saw the Wouldn't that be crazy? The first woman president is black too. It would be dope. But I think crazy. we saw, like you mentioned earlier. They don't want a woman in charge. They they don't. And yeah. as as fucked up as it is to be racist. You understand black people, black men got the right to vote before women, right? Oh, yeah. The sexism. So that's a whole nother. Yeah. That's a whole nother topic right there. Yeah. America's been sexist. The whole world is actually very sexist. Oh, yeah. There's another argument I have my uncle. I told him I don't think Hillary will win because I don't think they, meaning the other countries, mm-hmm. would respect her as a leader, meaning like Russia and, and, and Germany and North Korea. Like they see a woman in power. It's like. That's, we're not known for that. I don't like, know because I feel other like countries England have had get away women with leaders. Yeah, there's they got places queens. in Europe. No, there's places in Europe that have had women presidents. But I but think America. Well, because we're like because we're such bully. hypocrites. Yeah, yeah, like we are the greatest hypocrites on yeah. planet Earth. We're like the bully. Yeah, we we want to scream, you know, climate change and. Mind you, most of our leaders don't even believe or acknowledge that it's happening, right? Yeah. But we are the second largest emitters of. Uh, carbon, what is it, carbon dioxide or whatever. And mm-hmm. we can't even make the changes to alleviate that. But yeah. we're going to go around and tell people how to govern their countries, right. how <laughs> to run everything. And it's just like, we we don't even know what the fuck we're doing. Because we be bossy. That's why when I hear, like, we're the greatest country in the world, listen, I lo- I'm so blessed to have I been born I think they here. do that because of the Olympics. <laughs> but we're not the greatest country in the world in a lot of things. I think right now the, the reality is like we run it. We just, sports, we can't yep. Beat us. <laughs> sports and the military, yeah. and even that Russia's giving us a run for our money now in the military. Yeah, Russia. But so when they it comes to, speak to, to Trump, oh, that's scary. They've been speaking to him. Yeah, that's scary though. Like I feel like this nigga gonna do some real like Batman shit where he go win and then turn on America. Like oh, I'm president now. I'm gonna blow this motherfucker. Listen, I'm moving to Russia anyway. History repeats itself, and I, there's some really, really clear indicators that we could easily be heading into the next world war because you have believe it. you have things that happened pretty similar be- leading up to the previous world wars mm-hmm. happening now. You have Russia, where you have a leader that is only focused on his country and concerned with being the biggest, baddest motherfucker yeah. out. Yeah. You have in Turkey similar things going on now. You have again in the UK they mm. did the same thing you have us also Donald preaching that we we need to be back to being the, the biggest and baddest yeah. so when you have all these countries that no longer see it in their interest to work together you have a recipe for disaster yeah. because they really don't care about anybody but themselves yeah. so it's gonna get real yeah I just Scary pray times. everybody's okay and we don't have to have too much terrorist attacks oh. I don't think New York can take another one yeah. 9-11 was fucking crazy. I wasn't here, but when I talk to people that were here, I can't even, fa- I just, I, I can't even imagine. I remember going to school that day, and I think second period I had English, and the teacher said, one of the World Trade Towers has been hit, and they just hit the other one. If you have family in Manhattan, you can leave. If you don't feel comfortable, you can leave. Everybody left. Now, me being me, I thought it was just like an accident. Mm-hmm. They didn't say it was a terrorist attack. He just said a plane's been built has been hit by a plane. I said, "Oh shit, what the fuck? How did that happen?" Yeah. I get home, turn on the TV. Damn. By the time I got home, the buildings fell. That shit was crazy. 
I was like, that's going on right now in New York City? Now I'm in Brooklyn. This happened in Manhattan, downtown Manhattan. So I go to my roof. You can see the smoke. Mm-hmm. It's like, what? That shit is right there. Two planes hit two buildings simultaneously, not simultaneously, but consecutively. Yeah. And took them both down. Well, and he, the, that's not normal. The scary thing is, though, is we're now with another leader that now we don't. That could happen. We don't even. We not only have to worry about terrorists, like real terrorists, but you're preaching hateful things against people that normally wouldn't have a problem with you. Yeah. So now you have people that are not radical Muslims being like this motherfucker. Yeah, we got to show him something. It, yeah. It's getting crazy. Hopefully, now I don't wish no bad on Trump, but if y'all got to feel a way about him, attack him. Don't attack the country. Don't attack my subway <laughs> system. Find one of his hotels. You know what I'm saying? Leave a little nasty that. note. We'll have the CIA listening to your podcast. I mean, I'm like... not telling y'all to hurt him per se. But if you want to leave a nasty letter at one of the Trump towers, uh, you know, sprinkle some little powder in the envelope. Whatever you got to do. You know what I'm saying? Because I, I'm not I'm not saying I wish bad on Trump. I just don't want him here anymore. So what would you say, like, for you is the two biggest lessons this week that you learned? That America is very stupid. <laughs> That's a... <laughs> America is very dumb. Yes. And that a lot of people are naive to society. Not not unaware, but very naive. Like, they refuse to believe that that's true. Mm-hmm. Like, they know better, but they don't want to believe it. And it's like, you know you know this. Yeah. So act like you know something. Or get your ass in the death there. <laughs> Go take a bath. Yes. I'm going to wrap this up. <laughs> Ashley, I thank you for coming. Thank you for having I me. I appreciate you. And um, this is the Podium Podcast, episode five. I'm going to end this with my get your ass in the tub. This is a new one that my legendary <laughs> producer found, my engineer, Yannick. We found this. This is from A Thin Line Between Love and Hate. If y'all never seen this with Martin Lawrence, one of my, my favorite comedians ever. <laughs> this is Martin Lawrence getting in the tub. Everybody have a great week. Thank y'all for listening. I love you all. Get in the tub. I ain't getting in no motherfucking tub. Get in the tub.